Hey all, how you doing this evening? The funniest thing happened to me the other day. I was just hanging out doing nothing when all of a sudden a Fox News truck pulls up and this nerdy looking guy gets out and another guy gets out who's carrying a camera and the nerdy guy looks, uh, walks up to me and says, hey, I'm from Fox News 6, Milwaukee. And I was wondering if I could talk to you about your beliefs on the election. And I said no. And went to the other people at the table where I'm at, and they all said no. And I said, you know, no one's going to talk to you about the election. Because we already had some burnings in town. And nobody wants to show their face and nobody wants to be retaliated against. And that was, uh, that was that pretty much. And he left and then he came back. And when he came back, the funniest thing happened. He came back right after a couple of buses pulled up. It was a BLM, I'm sorry, it was a BMS. Try it again. BLM, Black Lives Matter bus and an Antifa van. And they pulled up to get some lunch. And he said, hey, you think those guys will talk? And I said, go ahead and try. See what they got to say. So I went and chatted with them. Now, in a perfectly Bill Murray world, this would have turned into some sort of combination of cerebral and slapstick hijinks, but it didn't. Now, we do have the results of the interview he gave. Will Trump win Kenosha County as in 216, or will Biden flip it? The link for this is going to be in the description when I get back to it and edit it in the uh, regular video. Had some problems here. Might be in the description here, but I don't think it took. And this is really quite the non-story, to tell you the truth. There's not a whole lot going on in this. Relatively short. A couple of people talked. Don't know who Mark Platzner is, but hey, he said what he had to say. I think it was about uh, being against abortion or such. Um... So, I actually want to talk more about the people in the vans and the vans themselves. Hoops for Hope, the Hoop Bus, got a start in L.A. as a mobile way to do uh, slam dunk games and such off the front of a bus when they closed down a lot of the playgrounds and basketball courts and such. And it's been repurposed, or maybe it was that in the first place and I didn't catch it, to being a protest transportation device. Let's go over here. Let me see if I can pull up a picture. This is the hoop bus right here. As it appeared yesterday in Kenosha. Uh, apparently the original one got confiscated by the LA cops. Not quite sure why. I actually think it was a health department violation. Because California has some very, very strict rules 
on whether you can or cannot have people uh, out in public together. Uh, a lot of people bitch about those rules. I'm not. I'm just telling you what they are. And then you also had this one right here, which was the van they were traveling in. Now, I know I said a BLM bus and a Antifa van. I'm not sure who rode in what, but they were all together. Black, white, Hispanic, Asian. They were pretty nice people, actually. I, I talked to them for a little bit. Good-natured, dressed nice. A couple of them looked like they normally dressed rougher. You know, like street stuff guys you might meet in bars and that. But they cleaned up pretty good. They were friendly. The servers liked them. What else can you ask for? And I had to ask myself, first thing I wanted to know was, what about this... Um, what about this money they got? Because those buses are going to cost money. That, that small one with the wraparound on the bottom... That's going to have some cash behind it. And a bus that size on the top, that's that's going to be uh, that's going to be a pretty penny because you got to drive those from town to town. They don't get shit for mileage, those buses, when you're talking like eight to the gallon diesel or something. Um, so people were asking, where does the money come from? I didn't bother to ask them because you're not going to get straight answers when you ask people stuff like this. And of course, you got the entire like Soros thing where everybody talks about that. But I'm kind of determined not to have any hyperbole or anything behind it. Um, so what I did is I decided to look up some stuff. And let's go back to the right screen again. And I found, um, again, these articles are going to be loop, are linked in the uh, description. Liberal Foundation, big bucks there. Questions about where the money's going. There's, uh, let's see. There's one useless story around here somewhere. If you run into it, it'll purport to tell you where the money goes. But actually, it doesn't. It tells you where the money comes from. This is about Thousand Currents. The folks that are the charity that Black Lives Matter funnels its money through. Apparently, they don't have that tax-free status. So, uh, Thousand Currents administers it for them. I'm not implying anything bizarre here. I'm just saying it goes to another company. I'm sure a lot of a lot of corporations and such do that too. Uh, this story right here from the Federalist Papers. The other stuff I've been showing has been pretty mainstream. Federalist Papers is going to be more along the lines of a libertarian or a far right. And it's their contention that uh, Black Lives Matter is funneling money to the DNC. Originally, I thought that the DNC might be funneling money to them until I saw the amount of money they were pulling in corporate-wise. I remember back in 19, or I'm sorry, 19, derp, in 2012 with Occupy, in the spring of 2012, the Democratic Party decided to throw out some money, and I can't remember what they called it, Occupy Spring or something like that, and they basically were attempting to co-opt the Occupy movement in much the same way that the Republican Party co-opted the Tea Party. And from what I could tell, it kind of worked, it kind of didn't. Occupy stayed active through maybe 2014 that I know of around here anyways in the Chicago area. But that's about when I when I uh, lost contact with them. Anyways, just some thoughts here on where the money's coming from. But apparently these big bucks here are going to be more than enough to pay for a cross-country tour for the uh, Black Lives Matter and whatever Antifa might be riding with them. 
Now, why would they be doing this? Well, I got an idea of why they did it in Kenosha. Not sure if everybody's familiar, although I probably you are. And I didn't bother to pull up any stories on it. Maybe I should. But, um, see if I can find something real quick. Kenosha riots. Give me just a minute. I'm old and slow, goddammit. All right. Kenosha unrest in Wikipedia. Nah. Yeah, this one will be good right here. Go to the pictures page. Chuckleheads. All right, let's go back over here to the right, right page again. This is somewhat near my house. This is when that car needleship got torched. Um, I was home that night, and I do not like the smell of burning tires. I knew that beforehand, but I want to let you know that I kind of figured that out on my own afterwards. So that guy lost like 1.5 million. It was uh, some poor Indian dude. Came over here, started up with a couple of cars and built up his uh, built up his stock, his inventory, and then this. See, there's another picture I definitely want to pull up here. Hang tight. I believe that one was an office store. A bit further down, that was uh, that was t completely torched. I'm going to tell you, I hate watching grown people cry, and they did when they saw their store go. They were interviewed later. The wife was all tears. Uh, there's one picture in particular I want to show you if I can find it. There we go, right there. As a resident here, one of the things I did for a couple weeks after this was over was tell people what was happening, what was old, what was new, all this shit. See this picture, and it accompanied a story called uh, Church Burns or something like that, Kenosha Church Burned Down. And uh, actually the title should have been Kenosha Church Sign Burns Down. Those flames behind it, that's the car lot that got torched. And uh, the church itself was totally unscathed, except for some smell of smoke that got transferred over. See if we can find anything else useful here. Uh, that's what's left of the cars after they torch the place. And uh, that's that's definitely not good. That sucked. You lost everything in there. I'm guessing probably about 50 cars. But again, I'm guessing, so I'm not sure. Do Let's see. What do we got here? Ah, Milwaukee. That's not us. I want to try one more. All right, this will work real well right here. Okay, Kenosha's Uptown. Those are three buildings on Roosevelt Road. The Uptown, the main drag there is 22nd Street, and maybe a secondary one might be 63rd. 22nd uh, Avenue, pardon me. 63rd Street would be the north-south. And uh, the burned-out one on the right was a photography shop that had been there like 128 years. The one in the middle, I think, was a phone store. And the one that's partially gutted, I think that was a boutique. But as I never went into either of those, I didn't, like, really pay attention. 
Uh, there's other stuff. Another building or three burned down. I'll call it building or two burned down in the uptown. The uptown might fa sound fancy, but it is very little more than a very low income area. It borders the lowest income neighborhood in all of Kenosha. And that was where they shopped. I know there was a nail salon that went out. Again, I hate to watch shop owners cry, but there it was. Now, let's go back to where we are, though. So I didn't confront these people. I talked to them just a little bit. Like I said, they were pleasant. And there's a difference between individual psychology and crowd psychology. You get a crowd together, it gets its own mind. It's really fluid. It's almost like a bunch of people gone drunk with one brain between them. Anyhow, my guess on these guys is they came through here in order to uh, put a better taste in the public's mouth, whereas protest, BLM, and Antifa go. I should also point out the, the first day of protests, which were completely peaceful, I interviewed a couple of people and two women made it a, two black women made it a point to distance themselves from Antifa saying that they have they overlap but they have completely different agendas. So there's that. So I'm thinking they're going coast to coast and they're basically trying to put the happy uh, the happy face on everything that happened. That'll be a real treat over in Portland if they can do it there or Seattle. Um if they can, then I'm going to say, hey, nice work, because I'd never guessed you could do it. Let's see what else we got here. Let's get rid of that and get rid of that. Uh, don't care about that. Did that. Okay. So the last thing I want to say on this is that for people of Kenosha in this area, I'm going to recommend that you take camping trips Visit your Aunt Bertha up in, like, I don't know, Rhinelander. Move to Tennessee. Do something like that on the following four, uh, following four days. That might be good for you. Plan for the worst. Hope for the best. Why law enforcement officials are worried about post-election violence. And if we had violence here once, we'll probably have it again. But that's, that's a guess. They, they do the, the right-wing violence there. And uh, in the story, but uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. Those weren't the guys that burned down our buildings. I don't know who they were. I actually don't think it was BLM. I think it was a bunch of white people gone nuts who, uh, well, they just went nuts. So uh, I'll be out of Kenosha maybe the week of the election, leave on Tuesday afternoon, come back on Saturday or Sunday. Next. And this officer, when the results come forth from that investigation they're doing, they, they pulled a, an out-of-area uh, investigator to look over this whole thing, the shooting and all. I would recommend not being in town when the results come back on that one. I think that would be a, a good safety tip for you. Do not be here when they, uh, when they release the Shesky verdict. That's, officer's name is Shesky. I don't remember what his first name is. Okay, Rustin Shesky. Uh, next, Rittenhouse is currently in Illinois. He's in juvie. They're looking to bring him over here. And they're going to try him on uh, murder. And um, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to... I'm looking at this logically. He's not going to get convicted for murder. It's just... It's not going to happen. 
And if it does, I'm wrong. And to be honest, I owe somebody 20 bucks because I put money on this. But I tried putting this money on this with a uh, a neighboring county state's attorney lawyer. And uh, that bozo wouldn't take it. So, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty safe on this bet. They might get him on manslaughter. They might get him on something else. But um, he's raised, I think, about like a million and a half dollars people have raised for him for his defense. So this is going to be long and protracted. And when it all comes out, don't be in town. Just make sure you're someplace else. And finally, Jacob Blake was shot. But they're also going to be trying to convict him on different charges. And I'm going to be honest, I have not looked into this at all. What I get is a lot of people saying he raped someone. But um, the people who are saying it, I'm just not believing them. I think it wasn't sexual assault. Okay, but I, I think people are blowing it up. People on both sides, they want to villainize Rittenhouse. They want to villainize Blake. There's truth out there, but for the most part, none of us are going to hear it. Hate to be that way. I hate to be that negative, Nancy, but it's true. I've attempted to avoid whatever hyperbole, I'm sorry, hyperbole I could avoid here. And uh, hopefully I did that. I'd like people to get an idea of how this works and what's going on here. Um, just think of it as the van trip. They, they said it was like the Freedom Riders, but... I get where they're making that comparison, but I'm just not seeing it. Uh, if I remember correctly, they got beaten and they got hanged and all that stuff. And this is, there's not going to be any beatings or hangings here. Not, not on these buses. I mean, it's just not a fair comparison. Anyways, I'm droning on. I've gone way too long. Just want to say you all have a good night. Please drop any comments you might have in the comment section below. And uh, if you disagree, that's fine. State it. Make your case. If you agree, well, what's wrong with you? Anyways, y'all have a good night and talk to you later. Bye.